0: Yo, Shots fire for sake,
1: fire. for toxic. You, know yelled, by- fired, you know yelled, by- shots, FIRED yeah. shots, fired, yeah. shots fired, no, fire, shots, shots for fox sake, fire, for toxic, you shots, fired, shots, shots
0: the three
2: musketeers are actually riding without their fourth musketeers no g this week but we've got a special special audio uh piece from her but who is
0: in the building sangamalata what's good people i'm no longer on the bed i'm kind of sat upright on it today so that's where i'm broadcasting from today incredible thanks for that update i, I was <laughs> very, I, i'm still being sick in my mouth
2: i can see in front of me iron brew that has been Poured out, poured out from a bottle into a plastic container. And yeah. thinking of all the dolphins and the, uh, the, the, the sustainable oh, aspects God. of what you're just Don't put that displaying me. right now. Come Don't on, man. Put on
0: Don't put that on me by any stretch.
2: <laughs> but anyway, moving smoothly on, Kairos Bodley in the building. Hello. Uh, is that it? Is that all we're gonna get out of you? Is that all we're gonna muster? I know you're going from the omnipresent godlike status today, but man, come on now.
3: I mean, I have a lot to say once we get started. So yeah, that's all you get for right now. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's and you.
2: and speaking of which, without
3: further ado or delay, I think it's
2: only right that we. Acknowledge the fact that G isn't here today. She's out in these streets or out in those streets, those uh, Bronx streets, I think she said. I didn't want to ask what she was doing out in the Bronx streets, but, you know, I'll leave it to your imagination, listener. But she did leave us some audio because she wanted to cluck. She wanted to be in on the conversation. I just think that she just can't stand to be away from the fun that we are going to have, us three musketeers. But here we go with G's segment.
1: Hey, y'all. I cannot sit at the table today and argue because I am at work. However, we are still going to cluck about MMA. So here we go. I know y'all heard about the news about MMA's own Gina Serrano getting fired from her job. That job being an actress on one of the most successful shows on television, Disney's The Mandalorian. But hold up. Let me get the listeners up before we discuss why she was fired okay gina serrano is a beloved figure in mma and is one of the pioneers of women's mma fans can recall her illustrious career in strike force and elite xc but not for nothing she's kind of legendary after being dethroned by chris cyborg she pursued a career in acting and became somewhat successful and finally wound up on a very popular star wars spin-off series the mandalorian basically when she landed this gig y'all she made it in life And I heard rumors that at one time, Disney wanted to pursue a spinoff show just for Gina's character. Safe to say Gina was winning in her acting career and in life. And also, don't forget, she's MMA legend. She is a pioneer of women's MMA. We all know who she is. And she's got a good name in MMA. However, Gina Serrano quietly has been showing her conservative far-right ass via social networks lately. Much to my dismay and to many others, she started to spread misinformation about wearing masks during a global pandemic that is killing millions of people worldwide. She is pro-economy over saving lives during a pandemic, I repeat, that is killing lives globally. She believes Black Lives Matter protesters are cowards. She made transphobic comments in which she made fun of the pronouns the trans community often uses. And she supports the lies of former President Donald Trump. And she believes the election was stolen. She also alluded to opening an account at Parlor. We all know Parlor is the social network that has been shut down due to its ties to the far right and the attack on the nation's capital that we all saw on January 6th fans of the show mma and critics have been demanding that someone with such vile views be fired from the mandalorian disney ignored all these cries until gina made a controversial post on instagram in which she compared being a conservative in the united states to being a jewish person in germany during the holocaust my god gina came to her senses though y'all and erased that post but it was too late last night she was fired And Lucasfilm released a statement about Gina being fired. So this is what they said. Last night, after the comment about the Jews, Gina Serrano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm, and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts are degrading people based on their cultural and religious identities, and they are abhorrent and unacceptable. That came from a spokesperson from her job. Okay, it's a wrap for Gina. She was fired. I am thrilled with this course of action. However, I think it should have came a long time ago. But here's what I want y'all to discuss. I don't believe in cancel culture. I believe people that that are victims of cancel culture are bad people that are acting, saying or doing things that are inappropriate and deserve to be fired. I think cancel culture is being held accountable in front of all your peers and you fucking deserve it. And so does Gina Serrano. My question to you, fellas, is this. Do you think Gina deserved to get fired or is she a victim of cancel culture slash mob mentality? And two part question, you know me. How do you think this termination affects her future and her MMA legacy? All right. Listen, I love you guys dearly. Have fun, but don't have too much fun without me because I get fucking jealous. And I want Kairos to answer first. And yes, I am managing my own segment from my office at work. Yes, I am. But I'll see y'all next week. I miss y'all and I can't wait to hear your responses to this. All right. Have fun.
2: Well, that about wraps up this episode of Shots Fired. <laughs> Taking up the full power that we had allocated. I mean, look, she ain't even here. I take issue with this. She ain't even here. And she's running shit.
3: Yeah. Now,
2: Kairos, you have been duly summoned to the mic by uh,
0: G. Omnipotent Kairos Godless.
3: Yeah, I mean, okay. Here's one thing people need to understand. First of all, if you agree with what she said and share the same sentiment as Gina Carano, you're just far off base. I, I see it all the time, every single day, people trying to equivocate, let's say, um, Nazis and Gustafos to wearing a mask or to like following COVID protocols. And it makes no sense, okay? I, no matter how you guys slice this up, no matter how you try and rationalize this, it's not like that at all. It's just, it just isn't. And the second problem that I have with Gina Carano is this. And not just Gina Caron, but a lot of entertainers in the film industry, in television, in news, whatever it is, don't ever, don't ever speak on Jewish people, especially in a negative light. You can't go against God's chosen people, the people who own all these networks, all these companies and expect to still have a job. This isn't the first time this has happened to a celebrity. And it's not gonna be the last time. Nick Cannon is the head of a TV show called Wild and Out. It's a comedy based show. He, he spoke 30 seconds to a minute about Jewish people, instantly got fired the next day. He just got his job back. And that was like six months ago. So as far as people saying that this is unprecedented and this doesn't happen, you either don't know or you do know and you're lying. And as far as people trying to, like Jake Shields agreeing with her and like people like, you guys have enough knowledge for us to realize that you don't have any knowledge. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense how people would even try and make that comparison to me. It's actually honestly foolish.
0: Yeah, I just don't know how she could try, as you say, equivocate people calling people calling out their, well, BS conservative views and equivocating that with, the um one of the biggest genocides that we've ever seen in in in, 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 in recent times and in, in recent memories like as soon as i saw it i just literally i i, I saw the the instagram post uh, the instagram story and as soon as i saw it i just thought to myself right she's she's gonna be finished someone's gonna screenshot this somebody's gonna yep. put it out there and that that's gonna be a wrap i have no i have no issue with her being fired from her job whatsoever you can't you you, you can't if again you can't put those two things side by side they are not the same they're not the same like you are not people with conservative views are not being rounded up separated from their families put to work and ultimately being put to death that is not happening and to even utter that in the, the same breath is a disrespect to the millions of jewish people that lost their lives um when, when the nazis were were being well i'd Trying to think of a stronger word than scumbags without without swearing, but I I, I don't want to swear because this is obviously a serious, serious issue. And in, in, in terms of her being fired beforehand, of, yeah, one could make an argument with some of the things that she said that deserved to she deserved to be relieved of her duties uh, on the Mandalorian. But obviously, this is the, the straw that broke the camel's back, and I mean, eventually, you um. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, how am I trying to say this? Basically, you get what you deserve. There is such a thing in this world called karma. And there's only so much that you can put out bad energy, abhor, abhorrent things before it comes back to bite you in the ass. And lo and behold, that's happened with her in this instance.
2: Before uh, I jump in, I just wanted to get a, a clear handle from you, Kairos. Are you saying that she should have been sacked, relieved of her job or not? Because that, was one of the things that G was asking. Um,
3: yeah, she should have been. And uh, one thing also that I uh, need to touch on, because I know people are gonna hear this thing, but like, that's not what Gina said. So just so everyone's clear, she was saying that similar to how during the Holocaust, you had neighbors turning on each other and reporting on people, and. You had this culture of your friend and your family member turning against you rather than forcing the Nazis to do it. That's what she was trying to make the comparison to. And either way, no matter how you line up this argument, it doesn't make sense. It just, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. And people need, to, and I, Thank you for saying it was. this was the ca- the straw that broke the camel's back. Because it's not just this that she says. It's the memes that she posts. It's the stuff she puts on Instagram. It's the stuff that she posts on Twitter. So it's just like, it wasn't just, oh, she said one thing and it was over. No, she said like a hundred things. They just had enough. So where I'm coming
2: from is this. First off, let me just pause and just acknowledge for all those listening to you or listening uh, via audio. If you could just behold what Kairos is wearing right now. Yeah. That Wakanda top is fire! Where'd you get that, bro? How yeah, I? It's like a Wakanda jersey. It looks amazing. I need fire, that in my life. I need, you have to hook me up. Oh man! And he's got the, the Killmonger on the back. Yes, I, Killmonger on the back.
0: That's good. That's good.
2: Black Panther on the front. Wakanda. Yeah, loving that. Anyway, sorry I digress. I was distracted by that uh, majestic <laughs> uh, jersey that you got on. I think that. Every reaction deserves a reaction and um, there has to be consequences, especially the abhorrent um, nature of what she actually uh, has been spewing forth. Not just, this isn't the first time, this has been an ongoing tirade of bilge, but what I do worry about is her being cancelled to the extent where her views are shielded. Her views are no longer um, in the public eye and her views are not challenged. Because that's one thing of actually being on social media, being in the public limelight and having that discourse, people will challenge you on your views and they will put you in check. With this, it's kind of like relegated her to the background where she can still spew this forth, but her views will always be her views. And that's why, yes, I agree there should be consequences, but what I'm really worried about is this kind of like creeping notion that, people should be swept aside, swept off social media because their views don't resonate with yours, or regardless of how abhorrent their views are, we are going to say, you can't say that. I personally disagree. Mm -hmm. Regardless of who you are, you could be black, white, Asian, you could be any hue under the sun. I really feel as though, it is your God-given right to be able to say what you feel and back that with your chest. The people who I can't stand are those people who put forward views and say, oh no, that's not what I meant. What I meant was, no,
0: yeah.
2: this is what Gina Carana has done. She has stood by her statements, but what is now gonna be missing with her being like shunted to the side. And like I say, I hope she isn't shunted off the platform, but that discourse. People keeping her in check and people having opposing views to hers.
0: No, I I I completely um agree with you. It's it's like the the argument. I remember a few years ago, um, Twitter where there was this debate whether Twitter should be removing uh, p- because some some white nationalists got uh, verified on Twitter, and then that was a whole big hoorah. And well, the, well, I think they even stopped the verification process because of uh, because of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as, as as you said, there people are entitled to 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 voice their opinion. I, I think that should be that that's a right too many people, in particular in the West, take for granted. There mm-hmm. are people that live in, in oppressive regimes across the world who who are flogged and sometimes ultimately lose their lives for, for speaking for uh, speaking their, their opinions. And I, I I am of the belief that the best way to counter those opinions is with better opinions. That, that so you you have if if somebody was to if Gina was to put that on, on onto Twitter and, and and write write the message instead of putting up the post then I, I believe that she should have that people should be able to interact with her and explain okay why this is a, a bullshit view and why it's absolutely abhorrent rather than her just being cast aside and that gives the opportunity for people who may share the same views as her, they might see the the, the thread underneath and then be like, okay, do you know what? I'm actually wrong about this. I'm wrong about X, Y, and Z. This is actually, this is actually the way that I should be thinking. So, but yeah, hopefully this, as you say, it it doesn't result in her being completely canceled or removed off all platforms, i only can i only condone that in the situation where like obviously with the former president donald trump where he literally incited a riot where people died yeah with you there yeah i mean people died died as well
3: with his words Mm -hmm. i'm sorry what are you saying cars i said do you actually think people want freedom of speech
0: um i i i I think so yeah I, i i i truly do but then again because so many people take it for granted, I, I, yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. Obviously, if we were to be say in the Middle East or in or in uh, or 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 in the, the Far East, where, where there are some regimes where you disappear for speaking for speaking your the truth, there would be a completely different answer. But I, yeah, I think most people want want people to be able to say to well to say their truth, but to a certain extent. Like it's, there's the argument that people want only their their views and their echo chamber to be perpetuated, which yeah. which I which I think is wrong. Like I'll I'll put it out there. I'd probably say that I'm okay. Yeah, I'd say I'm, obviously I'm, I'm a very left leaning person, but I'd say that I'm more towards the right because of, of the left. Not saying I'm right right wing or whatever okay. because. I don't believe in this in this cancel culture where if somebody says something say like for instance as you said if Gina had said this and this was her her first strike that she should be one and done and then Hmm. she shouldn't be able to earn a living or, or what have you that shouldn't be that shouldn't be the case because at the end of the day we want to I don't want to say rehabilitate people but we want to educate people as to why their views are views are bad and ultimately affect change across the world. And just casting people aside, that that doesn't do that. That doesn't solve that problem. And and just to kind of like add to that, whilst
2: with people like, you see, this is how how I'm rationalizing this in my head. Mm -hmm. People like the fact that in the West, we are afforded freedom of speech, that we have this kind of like notion out there that you won't be killed for what you say you won't be erased but think about it you will be erased if you take it to the level where you are pissing off the powers that be you are pissing off the wrong people in the tech companies as well because that's what happened with katie hopkins that's what happened with tommy robinson now they are far right in terms of their leaning but then when you look at people like wiley wiley isn't far right he just holds a view that i don't agree with and I'm sure, Chisanga, that you don't agree with, yeah, yeah. but it's a view nonetheless. But he got erased. So this notion of freedom of speech, that's what I'm saying. That's why I have a problem with it. Once you say things that people, enough people in terms of critical mass disagree with, then you're kind of like erased, as it were. Now, he's making quite a nice audience for himself on part, on, on um, uh, Clubhouse. So he's actually moved on. He's kind of like up up to up uh, his level in terms of his platform, but what I'm saying is, I have a real issue where you try and silence voices because you disagree with them. It's almost as though, you, I'm not saying they're executed or on that level, but you're kind of whitewashing and erasing views which you don't agree
0: with. Yeah, and what. They, basically, I I think some big tech companies and like I I don't necessarily I don't like that they 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 silence right wing voices like they they do that with algorithms clearly that that's that's a thing, and and sometimes tweets get deleted. I can't remember was it I I, I don't know if you if you saw this, Mike, but Kairos, you would have. There was I think I believe the the New York Post tweeted an article about the you know the Hunter Biden laptop situation. Oh and- right, yeah. Yeah and I'm pretty sure that tweet got like deleted by by Twitter it was like removed yeah by, by Twitter and I mean that was trending that whole notion that mm-hmm. it'd been erased yeah so like I mean it just seems that big tech companies want to be want want their platforms to be a left wing uh, echo chamber but unfortunately that's not that's not reflective of the world but I think
3: it's pretentious too I, I asked that question at the beginning because the fact of the matter is most people do not want freedom of speech their act their words might say that they want freedom of speech but their actions do not support that theory and here's my problem with it as well i might not side with you i might not agree with you but i will never try and silence you because at that point i believe that you've made it up in your mind that there is nothing that you can learn from that person whether for the better or for the worse of yourself as an individual growing and i think that's a very dangerous mindset and i don't like it how people are going to sit here and say, well. In America, you you really like we don't even have freedom of speech here in America. I don't know how it is for you guys. I'm not going to speak on it. But we really do not have freedom of speech here. There is a lot of things that you cannot say whether you're in a specific place, whether you're in front of a camera, whether you're on there are certain things you cannot say or you will face charges. You will face a lot of problems if you say certain things in certain places. Like if I were to go to an airport and scream out bomb or if I were to go to the theater and scream out fire. You're that's is that not freedom of speech? So we this this whole factor that we are conditioning ourselves, that we even have this freedom of speech is just misplaced in the first place. And to those people who say that we should have freedom of speech, yet you silence people and block people on social media and mute them, like you don't want freedom of speech. You're demonstrating right now that you're selecting whose voices you can hear. And I understand if you just don't like someone, or I understand someone's threatening you, but if someone's just putting forth ideas and commentary on what you say, and they're not being disrespectful to you, they're just pl- planting like rebuttals to your arguments, you don't want freedom of speech. You want it to be convenient to what you believe. And that's the problem. Yeah, hundred percent. Next
2: up, the man, the myth, the legend, Chisanga. Oh, oh dang it, I thought it was me. Dang it, i thought not <laughs> a anyone, what the? You can't be the man, the myth, the legend
0: every week. Come on, exactly, Chisanga's probably. got to get exactly. some shine.
3: Right. Take it
0: away. Speaking of people that want to uh, have things their own way, uh, this just broke, I think, just a couple of hours ago. I think uh, Dana White did an interview with uh, Complex, actually. Shout out to Complex, uh, and he was asked about the the lightweight title picture in the light of uh, Conor McGregor's defeat to Dustin Poirier, which is I think like nearly three three weeks ago. Obviously, as as we all know, I think the UFC were trying to tee up Dustin as a as a layup for Conor, but although that's that's weird for me even saying that as a layup for connor to set up a habib rematch and in the interview with complex dana white revealed that habib is still at this moment in time the ufc lightweight champion which given that he retired in october which is several several months ago and he's made it repeatedly clear that he doesn't intend to fight again he doesn't want to go against his mother wishes not to compete with his without his late father by his side I think it's just absolutely baffling that the UFC have yet to move on with the division, even though there are some rumblings of a, a May or June fight between McGregor and Poirier and, and that potentially even being for the lightweight title, which is absolutely baffling. So my question to you guys is, what are your thoughts on Dana's absolutely relentless pursuit of... Oh, I was about to say pursuit of happiness. It would, be, it would give him happiness to have Habib, Habib back, obviously. What's, what's everyone's thoughts on it? I'm going to go first to... To Kairos.
3: At least he's consistent. I'll give up. This crazy man, this motherfucker, is consistent with not listening to anybody. Every single time a a person who has a title or has a position in the company that's a foothold wants to walk away, it's always... It's not all always, but most of the time it's always, let me try and get you to extend that deadline. And the problem is like how we talked about last year, we keep slowing down the divisions. Even when George St. Pierre was gone for like three to five years, you still had oh, I'm talking to him. Even when Nick Diaz has been gone for like a decade, well, we we're talking to him, we're getting Nick a fight, bro. It's done, <laughs> it's over. It's done. Yeah. Move on. Okay. Like I get it. The allure is powerful. He's going to bring millions of dollars. He's going to bring a whole bunch of eyes with him returning. Oh, Habib's back. He's not returning. Like, I get it. I You will miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And Dana's taking those shots. So I can't I can't knock him for that, especially with a star like Habib. If people want to act like I hate that man. No, he's a phenomenal fighter. He brings a lot of eyes and you cannot negate that. But I think he's just wasting his time at this point. The kind of gentler Mike in me
2: says... He is in a Jesse Jackson kind of way, keeping hope alive, keeping <laughs> hope alive. But the old grizzled Mike who's been watching this now for past 20 years has noticed a consistent theme. Dana White loves to gaslight the audience, loves to twist the narrative, love to weave a story. And this is all part of it. This is all part of continuing this kind of, will he, won't he? This is what is gonna be like a fan's dream if it comes off. And that's what it just kind of boils down to, stowing the narrative, keeping people compelled, keeping people beguiled and weaving a story. And that's what he's doing here because as you rightly said, look, Khabib has made it nigh on impossible for him to return because of what he said, my mother, Discussed with me. And I said, this would be my last fight. Mm-hmm. And he's a man of his word. So why would he go against his mother's wishes?
0: I know. Case dismissed. And this is uh well, this is going to probably bring up a, a pun that you made about this uh, hall of famer, but I think, well, Dana's meant to meet Habib. I think he said, and, and l- late, later this month in, in Vegas, I assume, that's probably before Islam Makhachev. Islam Makachev fights in March 6th, I think. Uh, if, uh, anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. The only way Dana White is going to get Mrs. Nurmagomedov to, 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 to give her son her blessing to fight again is if the George St. Pierre fight comes to, comes to fruition. Before the George St. Pierre fight comes to fruition, obviously the offer has to be made first. That is the only fight that K- habib will go go back to his mother and said okay this is something that me and dad we discussed to fulfill the legacy this is a this is a a fight that i've wanted since i started mixed martial arts and whatever would you give me a, the blessing that's the only fight because no offense even if conor comes back and starches dustin poirier and or even if start dustin poirier starts conor again habib's not going to come back for that he choked both men out like literally it's so I mean that's that, that's the only way Habib is coming back if it's George Saint Pierre. And you, you know what I think I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there. George Saint Pierre, 165 pound title. That's what provide Habib the opportunity to become a two division champion. <laughs> I'm looking at Kairos's face here. I wish you people listening could see could see Kairos' reaction. <laughs> and additionally, it would provide GSP the opportunity to create history himself in becoming the first three weight world champion. That's the only way Habib is gonna come back, people. And I know, I know, Kyrus might not uh, might not agree with me, but them the facts, people. Them the facts. Kairos, your face is doing gymnastics, which doesn't change <laughs>
2: the audio. So I, I think it's only right that we let you uh, you take the map because it looks like you're about to somersault a drop kick on on uh anger's
3: face. Okay. Yes, you're right. That's the only fight that's going to bring him back. Yes. I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. But, but I think if he chooses to come back to that fight, that's the dumbest thing ever! You're making a participation trophy for him now? You're going to make a division for two fights? you already going to be fighting the division right after they fight fighting the title? Why? Why? Why would that even be something that's talked about? You're going to get a, a 69-year-old geriatric George St. Pierre oh, to compete for the one more time? I went over him right now. A win over him right now means absolutely nothing. It means absolutely, he's not in his prime, he's not Wait. active, like why? Mm-hmm. Why, and then Habib comes back to and fights one more shot, like what? Oh, oh my gosh, It. why are we so obsessed? Why are we so Less obsessed of with making- Listen to the week? Him, he, <laughs> he him, why is he,
0: why is he so obsessed with this? This, this, okay. this, this? this video bit needs to be put out online on Twitter so people can see it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why I mean, don't these people fight contender? Why aren't these people fighting fighters? Why? Why Habib are we has, doing like, this? Who, 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 like, who else is who is a challenge for Habib at this moment in time? There's no one. There's, there's Okay, if he's so eager to fight people who fought in higher weight class like George St. Pierre, why don't you fight Kamar Usman? It's the same thing with George St. Pierre saying, well, if I do come back, I'm not going to fight Tyron Woodley, who's in my division, but I'm not going to fight Robert Whitaker while he's champion or Luke Rockhold while he's champion. You know what I'm going after Michael Bisping. Uh, I'm gonna tell everyone I'm gonna defend the title, and I'm gonna tell everybody that it's in the contract for me to defend the title when I win it. So that they think that I'm gonna defend the title, and as soon as I get the title, I'm not gonna defend it. I'm gonna leave the division and set everything back ten years—not ten years, so but you're, three you're, you're, years. You're you're on
0: Team Conor when it because remember Conor when he came out with was it the goat list in uh, in last year, and he he said that GSP is third because he targeted a one-eyed fighter. He waited for a one-eyed fighter to get the title. Ooh.
3: He's right. Connor was spitting bars with that. You think he would have fought at 185 pounds if Robert Whitaker or Israel Adesanya was champion at that time? Hell no. No, even, even maybe Joel Romero, he probably wouldn't have done that either. And he didn't want prime timer in Woodley either. He didn't even mention his name. The guy who's in your division, who has three or four title defenses at this point, you don't even utter his name when you're trying to come back. Spare me. Spare. And, and the only fight that you're going to come back to is for against a 155er. Oh, so you just you just aren't gonna fight anybody who's worth. Get out of here with this, bro. No,
0: <laughs> you're gonna be hella pissed when this fight comes to fruition, aren't you?
3: I'm. If this fight happens, I'm not watching the event. I'm not gonna talk nah, about uh-oh. it. I'm not gonna tweet. <laughs> if this fight happens, I promise you, my hand before everybody. I will not talk about this fight at all. I will not. Oh, I I save this save this video, Mike. Make sure save it doesn't it. get deleted. Make
2: sure. <laughs> As you have the mic, if we are done with this <laughs> topic, uh, it's over to you, Wakanda forever. Oh, you got me upset. Okay, so you've forgotten we, what you're going to speak about.
3: <laughs> intellectual property. Intellectual property. Every single sport, as soon as social media became a factor, has had to deal with intellectual property. Now, we had a situation. Uh, it, was, it was. It was only a few days ago. Yeah, it was this week. So I created this video that follows this trend on TikTok where you make sports moments into album covers. Some people did it for TV shows. Some people did it for movies. Some people did it for sports. And the trend had been around for months before I did it, mind you. I saw this trend. I didn't see anyone anyone's about MMA on TikTok. Granted, there was one, though. I just didn't see it, and it had been around for weeks. So I made mine, and I put it on TikTok. And then a few days later, I was like, you know what? I should put it on Twitter. So I put it on Twitter. And it kind of blew up a little bit. And then um, a few days later, uh, whatchamacallit, the UFC and a few other accounts made their album covers and everyone just started commenting, this is Kyrus' idea, why aren't you giving them credit? I'm like, and I mind you, I, w- <laughs> I woke up at like 12 or 1 p.m. because I had a super long shit the night before. So I open up my phone, I see all these tags. And I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to respond right now. I'm tired. So I go back to the beginning like, people figure it out. So I close my phone, I go to sleep and I wake back up an hour later. I'm like, okay, I got to say something. So I start commenting back like, rapidly, like, this is my idea. I didn't make it. I didn't, I'm trying to like cleanse my hands of this. Yeah, But- Let's just say for argument's sake, I didn't make up this trend. Let's just say I started it, I, even the whole album cover uh, cover thing idea. Let's say I created that and people began to copy it and not give me credit. Is that truly my intellectual property when I'm taking property from a business, which is the UFC that owns mm-hmm. the rights to reserve their content to themselves and use it yeah. how they see fit? I understand I have an idea, but I'm still stu- taking stolen references and ideas and making it into my own. It's similar how Thomas Edison created the light bulb, but he stole the fixture from an African guy. Is that truly his invention? Should he be given credit for that sort of thing? That's really my argument right now. And that's really my question. And we are starting with Mr. Michael Morgan. You don't have a right
2: over uh, or to put forward intellectual property where you have jacked, because that's what you did. I mean, with all the greatest respect, whilst the idea was creative, you have jacked footage, you have jacked actual stills, from the UFC's uh, intellectual property. That is literally their intellectual property. But my issue was this, when I saw that being done by other people, um, piggybacking off what seemingly was you first to the party, was, where's your flowers? Why not say, but etiquette being, I think, um, the, 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 the well, I think etiquette being missing from this then just put out stuff without acknowledging where you got the inspiration from and shouts out to Kairos and you know he started the trend but we are bettering it or something like that give the man his flowers which was my main issue it wasn't that it was original as an idea that's not what my argument was it was okay where's the acknowledgement where's the kind of like um fist bump to Kairos that was missing but yeah. now to answer your question, no, you can't claim the idea <laughs> as intellectual property when you have jacked bits and pieces from other people's copyrighted material.
0: Yeah. It's and the same is-
2: argument for sampling that you're used to have in the day when you know people would be making new creations, but based on people's hard work on the cello, on the trumpet, on the drums, and then calling them their own? Nah, bro. And that's why they started to acknowledge and actually tried to started to credit and pay those people where they'd actually got those samples from. But anyway, I digress.
0: Yeah, um, I I don't think you can call it your own, obviously, because you didn't film the footage yourself. Or, I mean, if you were cage side and you were taking the photos and then you'd put it out there or whatever, then by all means, of course, of, of course, you can you can call it your own. But in this, in this instance, no, nah, <laughs> you can't. But like like Mike. I'm pretty sure I was the one that, that, that started this fire. To begin <laughs> <with>. <laughs> <well>. You did. <laughs> I was the one that started this fire in the in in the uh, in, in, in the group chat. And uh, I, I can't remember what my exact words were. It was something like, uh, you know, you <laughs> yeah, so, something, something like that. It's because I don't think the trend had made it over here to the UK, Mike. So we were completely oblivious. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. So I think, I think, um, only later on did I discover like it was like Major League <clears throat> Baseball were do were doing it and other um other sporting leagues in America. So me, me and Mike, <laughs> Mike in particular, went scorched earth to be. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just y'all though. It wasn't just. that. Yeah, no, it- when no, I tell course, you, yeah, because I saw I saw on I think it was it was a spinning back fist. They they something, yeah. they- they- but I saw people's ret- replies underneath. Kairos and made this first oh you're jack and kairo's idea or whatever, and fair play to them for 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 saying that, but obviously it wasn't your idea but bit, i mean at least at least at least you got people going to bat for you do you know what i mean like you you've came up with the idea like one thing that annoys me is there are there are loads and loads of guys and like obviously you got you guys know this there are loads of talented artists who do great MMA artwork, great like- cartoons. Shots out
2: to needing art.
0: My the G. Art, yeah. Oh, of course, man. Yeah, needing art being, being one of them. But it anno- annoys the hell out of me when I see a fighter take the, the, the their, not a, I don't want to say fan made poster because obviously they're artists. Uh, their, their, their poster that they've created and then they tweet it out or whatever and they don't give any credit whatsoever. I mean, literally somebody's doing you a service putting you like in cool cartoonish things. And then some people even jack them and put them for their profile pictures or their header. And and the least you can, the the, the least you can't do is, is uh, give them a shout out, give them a credit. I mean, that, that shit annoys me, but to answer your question, Kairos, no, you cannot, uh, Claim that the, the trend is zero is when you use appropriated content.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's why I wanted to make that art because like you can't, and that's why I wanted to expound upon that with you bringing up people like needing art and boss logic and art yeah. by fail, like Lanta Brown as well. Shouts and, out and to every single Lanta. every single creator. I'm sorry if I forget your names, but like that isn't their intellectual property. Either. If I'm a fighter, <laughs> if I am John Jones, and someone makes a cartoon or an animation or a poster of me and they don't tag their name in it and they didn't, and let's just say i didn't even see it from your let's just say someone sent it to me yeah. let's say someone sent it to me and it's second hand or third hand it gets to my hand it's me you made this of me i, I it's not <laughs> my job to be nicolas cage and hunt down your identity if you're an artist sign your name or like your banksy or something on you it yeah. is not up to them to do it the same as how if um, leon edwards posts my video on his instagram it's not You're up to him to find out this, that it's bro. no yeah. i'm not that's my point that i'm trying to make it's not okay. up to him to go try and find the origin of this video and give yeah, me no, credit get for it that's my that's why i brought that up like if i made something for invicta fc and um shannon knapp grabbed it and put it as a promo on ufc fight Pass and didn't give it give me credit for it I didn't give myself credit for you as a creator. You have to sign your work, like I. Yeah. And it's not even your work to begin with. That that's just my point. At no point in the history of this sport from the beginning, so wherever the ends is it going to be, whereby you create something inspired by this sport and use the likeness of a fighter or the organization, will it ever be your property, or will you ever have any sort of claim to be upset when someone doesn't credit you for your work when you are using? Their property, yeah, doesn't
0: doesn't that only like apply if the fighters have like image rights or or what have you? Don't they
3: sign that away? It's, isn't that oh, so signed away when sign okay, Of course,
0: system? yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's probably in the, in the small print. Yeah, that yeah, the it's signed away. Oh yeah, obviously for the video games, of course. Like I mean,
3: the likeness in perpetuity, I think, yeah. is the line in the contract. No, of course, of course. Like I'll give you an example: the UFC has Carlos Condit and UFC two. Carlos Condit had, has multiple rib tattoos. I forget what it is. But the artist who created the concept from scratch and put on Carlos Condit sued the UFC for putting it in the video game. One, and had to have the tattoo removed. And I don't know how he was awarded money though for it as well. So that's okay. in that scenario, that is your intellectual property. They were using it without your consent and making profit off it. And then a few other tattooers started to do that sort of thing. And some of them failed and some of them didn't. But that is true art. That is what they created out of nothingness. But for you to like take something else and yeah, that's that's just my point that I'm trying to make. It, 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 you don't own it. It's not yours. That's all.
0: Speaking of John Jones, so like, did you see the the graphic that he tweeted out the the other day of uh, the goats like title defenses? No, did you, see I didn't, see it. you didn't, didn't see it. Think. Okay, well, that came from sun sports art desk so where's the shout out to the sun there <laughs> oh wow. where, where's where, where's the shout out to... hold on let me look at it let me look and that that, that well that just makes me realize that oh okay this uh this, this shit travels and actually gets back to them do you know what i mean that like mm-hmm. because at times when you're even like with this podcast as well at times you forget the actual reach that it has and that the like it reaches people's ears reaches people's eyes and so yeah just like Gina Carano forgetting their Instagram post would <laughs> would uh, would reach the masses.
3: Okay, quick question for you about that post that you're talking about. I pulled it yeah. up. If you guys did not put John Jones's picture on this graphic, I would say he absolutely stole your intellectual property. Oh, of course, I would absolutely goes, say yeah. that if you okay. didn't put him on here, absolutely. But because you put a picture of him up on there, it's like <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see what I'm saying. It's like if I made. If, I'll give you an example. If I made a T-shirt with a cool design of a fighter on it and they're like, oh, I made it. I have a T-shirt of Hakeem Dowdy over his face. He put it it up on his Instagram story. Didn't tag me in it or whatever. I didn't care because that's his face. Like, (laughs) what am I supposed to do?
0: Nah, that's true. That's true. So
2: I'm going to wrap things up by leaving my uh, two penneth on the table in terms of what I'm bringing this week. Now, you couldn't have failed to see at the beginning of this week Ariel Hawani and um, DC were talking and they're chewing the fat. And basically Ariel dropped the bomb that the direction of traffic for Conor McGregor's next opponent in May, more than likely is Dustin Poirier. So we're gonna possibly see Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor three. I just wanted to ask a question because I feel fairly strongly on this is this the right move? When you think of it from the UFC angle, in terms of bums on seats, when you think of it from the fans angle, in terms of, I'm talking about virtual bums on seats, obviously paid for views, yeah. but in terms of the fans' point of views, he is a number one draw. Is it the right move to be making? I personally feel that it is. This is all about, well, two things. One, I'm a Conor McGregor Stanton, but two, <laughs> I really do feel as though, um, why not a trilogy? Why not actually give your number one earner what he demands? He does have a higher um, attraction rate than your average UFC fighter. So in terms of the pecking order, I'm sorry, there is a pecking order there. So play your role. So my question to you is, agree or disagree, are we looking at something which is, well, before it's time, do we really want to see Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier three? I'm going to go with Jusenga.
0: Do you know what? It was it was a great fight to be to ke- be cage side and, and, and watch. But at this moment in time, I do not think that I, I don't think it's the right move for the UFC in terms of longevity. You t- you you said it right there at the beginning before you asked the question. The corners their their biggest star, and they want to keep their biggest star. Relevant in, partic- in particular in the eyes of the casual audience, the, ca- the casual crossover audience with boxing, they want to keep him for as relevant as possible. And if he loses again to Dustin Poirier, his his appeal, and, and if he loses, and if he loses emphatically again, his appeal to the casual audience is just going to go down. I'm 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 sorry. I am not saying this from a mixed martial arts perspective. I'm just saying this from from a, from a casual's perspective, because I even remember when he lost to Nate Diaz uh well my boss my, my former boss said to me he's like oh if he loses his next one he's done i was like that's not how it works in mma but <laughs> that just gives you an insight into how the the ca- casuals perceive uh, combat sports L- look at it with an- anthony joshua remember when he lost andy reese okay yep. granted, andy reese looks like the guy from up the film up and he's not very uh, <laughs> that's a great film by the way for people who haven't actually seen it and uh the, the difference in the aesthetics of their physiques played a, played a part in that. The people were saying Joshua was finished after that fight. Like so, I just don't think it, it, it's a smart move for the UFC. I think the smart move for the UFC is you book the fight, the rematch, the uh, trilogy fight. Sorry, with Nate Diaz, somebody who's also uh, not also because Conor doesn't have this, somebody who's got a lot of miles in the clock, somebody we know Conor can beat. And it's a big fight. It puts bums on seats. I mean, the the B M F fight between uh, Masvidal and and uh, and, uh, and Diaz. I think that did over a million a million pay per view buys. Yeah. So I think that's the fight to make at this moment in time. And, and in terms of meritocracy, let Dustin Poirier, give Dustin Poirier Charles Oliveira or Michael Chandler. Those are the only, those are the only two fights that that make sense. Dustin's next fight has to be for a world title. And you cannot have Conor McGregor coming in to a world title fight on the back of a knockout loss. There is obviously people are going to say, oh, well, Jose Aldo got a title shot off uh, the back of a loss to Marlon uh, Yes. And and Nick Diaz got a title shot off the back of a a loss to um, Carlos Condit. But those were decision losses, decision losses. And in the case of Aldo, that was a, a highly disputed scorecard. So for me, do not do the trilogy right now. Although I'll, I'll love the matchup, I'll love the build-up, especially as Conor saying no more, Mister Nice Guy. I don't know if you saw that those posts. So maybe he's going to go back to shit talking Conor because he realizes that that has a detriment, that has a uh, a positive effect for him. So yeah, that, that that that's my two cents. Don't get don't do the trilogy fight. Do the trilogy fight with Nate Diaz.
2: I'm glad you were seeing where I was going with the kind of like narrative here in terms of like incorporating, should it be for the title? Because that was going to be my next question. I'm grateful to you for answering that because I really do feel that he does deserve a title shot off the back of the last fight because we've seen it before time and time again. It's not about meritocracy. It's about what actually weaves a narrative that, you know, is compelling and beguiling. But Kairos, sorry, you're waiting to jump in there.
3: They should absolutely not fight each other right now. The UFC has actively created two stars now. They just showed Dustin. To us, we know who Dustin Poirier is. We've seen him for years. But mm. they just showed him in the super in a Super Bowl commercial. They showed Dustin Poirier in a Super Bowl commercial. That can't get any more. I think it was Dustin. Poirier, oh, God. I yeah, know. Dustin. I might have been drunk. I was drunk, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was Dustin. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they showed Dustin in a Super Bowl commercial. You can't mm. get any more popular than that. What happens if Connor comes back, fights him, and beats him? You've now you went from mitosis from one to two to now back to one. It yeah. it it's, it doesn't make sense for a business standpoint. It doesn't make sense for a ranking standpoint. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> Obviously, like you said, Dustin has to fight for a title next. Give him someone who has a win, who has recently won. Connor needs to climb back up because rightfully so, he shouldn't have even been in the top five when he came back. He oh. should have been sitting at seven to ten. Probably even out of the rankings because of his inactivity. And now you lose again. He should be, it, it doesn't sound right and it doesn't make sense. And it's not fair based off of his ability, but based off of his inactivity and not winning, he should be much lower in the rankings. If this was anybody else and they did what he did, they would be in the shitter. And that's the principle we set for the sport. And I know we've been the rules for him. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we gotta stop waiting for Habib. Stop, stop it. Let that, sh- that, That ship is sailed. Dust. You know what we should do right now. They should. Is Dustin the number one contender officially? He will be. He would be. I I assume so. He must be. I'm pretty sure he's the number one. They. What they either need to do is have him fight either Gaethje or Oliveira for the, the undisputed title, or award him the title right now and then have him have his first title defense. It has to be something to do with the title for him right now. And in any scenario with the title, and Dustin Connor cannot be in that conversation. He just can't. He hasn't had a fight at 155 pounds that resulted in a win in the past four to five years. You can't do, you you just can't. Let Dustin continue to keep his star power. And then when the trilogy comes organically, it'll be an even bigger fight because they they both raised raise their stocks.
0: Exactly, man. And Conor only needs to, to, to win, have one win. Like if he was to beat Diaz, just, just one win and that, and and that's it. Like, I mean, remember when obviously he came back and he beat Cowboy, that was emphatic. But everyone's like, yep, yeah, Khabib, he's ready for Habib. He's ready for that rematch. He's ready for that rematch. <laughs> and I remember, like, everybody, and quite rarely so, they were giving his, pro- him his props for his accuracy in, in, in the fight. And, like, I think every every strike he threw against Cowboy landed. Yeah, but everybody was saying, yeah, he's back, he's back, he's back to his best, blah, 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 blah. And I think I was one of the few contrarians that said, I was like, hold up, I haven't seen enough from that to, to really – to 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 really be able to then go out and say that he is still one of the elite 155 pounds, mm-hmm. let alone like let alone able to put in a better performance against Habib Nurmagomedov. I didn't see enough in that in that 40 seconds. Like no offense, but to, to Cowboy, I love him and, and what have you, but when when Connor's music came out he came on in uh in in, in the team Malibu arena, for lack of a better term, he shot it. He, sh- he was full of confidence when he made his way to the octagon but as soon as he, like that music came on the arena went dark his demeanor just changed. So anyway I don't I don't want uh, I don't want to hit down on uh, on Cowboy, but going back to what Kyra said and what I said uh, beforehand you cannot have I understand why from a business standpoint, that you you want Connor to obviously be, uh, be be in a title fight and then obviously if he wins then that's more remarkable for you and like he has a gold belt and all the promos and what have you but there's just no way that you can have him fighting for a title like if especially after being stopped 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 in that manner. And they're gonna have to well I know the UFC are good good at uh, creating narratives and creating stories but how are you gonna spin that one? How on earth are you going to spin that one to even to the general public Unless you, unless you're going to be like, oh well, Conor McGregor didn't take a calf kick for X amount of years. There's no way in hell you can spin it. Like, easily. and this is would be like coming across easily. like that. They a,
3: can su- They can easily. They can. I'm gonna be honest. You with think they, they can? Win- 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 How is the republic They are, they win- are, win- republic.
0: Win- they yes. are one apiece. This is yes. Book- they can. Okay, I get that. I get that, But I understand. But not at this moment. In t- like, ugh. I'm not. I I'm talking about can. not 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 booking the trilogy fight in general. I'm talking about having him fight for a title. That's what I'm saying. The title vacant, Khabib has relinquished yeah. his title, and <laughs> I, I can of...
2: hear it now. I can yeah. hear Stainer salivating <laughs> at the prospect.
0: Oh, oh man. yeah! Like uh, people are going to say that I I dislike Conor McGregor, or whatever. I don't. I don't. I I think he's a fantastic mixed martial artist, or whatever. But he's still an individual that when 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 he does a madness, you need to call individuals out on that. And oh you yeah, know, yeah, you can put that to to one side. Yes, but I just don't think like. The optics of it, though, like having somebody fight for a title when, 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 they, when they were st- like when they were knocked out, and I'm, I'm not gonna like people say it was a technical knockout. If you go back and you look at the still frames, I have sent it to you to you yeah. guys. His eyes were frames, closed. His eyes were like I mean, I mean he was like I, I didn't want, I don't want to say one eye was this way and one eye was the other way, but his, <laughs> he had the, he had the glazed look of somebody that's been knocked out with their eyes open. That's so. For me, you can't do it. You, you, you can't do it. Nate Diaz trilogy fight. That's the fight. Do that in around May or whatever. Have, have Poirier. I'd, l- I'd really love to see Poirier versus Chandler. I really want to see that. Or Oliveira. Oh, no, in fact, it's got to be Oliveira. Scratch Michael Chandler. I love him. But you've got to scratch that. And then you have the trilogy fight between McGregor and uh, Poirier. November. Let, or me,
3: let me rephrase that. They can do this. I'm just saying I don't want them to. They can, all and right. this is how they can easy market this. This is how they can easily market this. They pull up the tweet, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And then they pull up him getting into, tr- getting into trouble. It's like, I've been distracted by this whole time. I've been trying to rework my image. I've been fighting against who I truly am. But mm. this is who I really am. They show him talking shit to everybody, knocking people out. And I got to get one <laughs> to totally. get totally. Dusted. Totally. <laughs> Like, bro, that's all they got to do. And then they're going to sell it. I'm going to get pissed. I'm telling you, they can do it. It's yep. just I don't want them to do it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but is, is, is Connor going to be able to go talk all his madness in Abu Dhabi as well? Yes, <laughs> uh, he can! exactly.
2: I That's can't... the Connor that they know and love. That's the Connor that, whose narrative they've been supping up until now. That's why it looked out of place. Connor, nice guy, Connor. Um, it was kind of like, who is this guy? Yeah. So getting back to, you know, but, can they did you, did seriously?
0: You see, uh, did you see, um, and shout out to Jose Youngs from MMA Fighting, uh, pointing this out. Did you see Conor's reaction when, uh, during the press conference, when somebody mentioned Habib's uh, tweet about his fight? The, no. Like, I, I urge you to go back and, and see, like, I don't want to say the mask slipped because I do generally believe that he's trying to make a change for, for the better. Mm. Whatever, but he kind of reverted back to his old way just just for that split minute or two minutes when, when uh when, when that got put to him so but that's a lie that's, if, if if mr if, if no more mr nice guy comes out I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably get duped into it and i'll be pumped i'm saying this right now like but, you, yeah
2: there, there you go exactly coming to a pay-per-view near you trust me speaking of pay-per-views just before we wrap up in the dying embers of the show, UFC 258, this coming uh, weekend. Uh, who are you guys looking out or looking forward to? For me, it's all about uh, Rodolfo Vieira. Yeah. My guy's a phenom, a jiu-jitsu phenom, unbeaten right now, and he faces who? And Anthony uh, Hernandez. I'm looking forward to that. I think that we're gonna see, again,
0: dominance. How about you? Who are you looking, who are you looking uh, forward to seeing, uh, Chisanga? The return of Bobby Motherfucking Green, people. <laughs> yes, that is what I'm looking forward to. Like, I, I don't know if you guys saw his uh, Meteor Day interview. Uh, there, there are clips of it for, uh, online, but when I mean, he's talking about, oh, I'm just fighting to to provide for my three baby mamas, like where? <laughs> like, like, no, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to, to Bobby Green fighting. Obviously, and obviously, he goes into. I think he lost to Tiago Moises in in his last fight, and that snapped like a three fight win streak. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how how he bounces back From that, so I'm looking forward to that fight, and I'm also looking forward to the return of Macy Barber because she hasn't fought since uh, what well, arguably was the biggest upset of uh, of last year. I think it was in terms of odds mm. the the uh, her loss to Roxanne Modaferi, and it'll be interesting to see how she comes back from. I think it was it was knee a knee injury she suffered, and obviously the the the, the former teammates or well, they still are teammates, but Kamara has gone to uh, to de- to Denver. I'm looking forward to seeing how. Uh, Kamara deals with Gilbert Burns I love Kamara he was our first African champion Wakanda forever but I've just got a sneaking suspicion that Gilbert Burns is going to pull it off this weekend
3: how about you Kairos are you looking forward to it was Ricky Simone versus Brian Keller but I think that got canceled so um my other one is Miranda Maverick and uh, Jillian Robertson just because I, yeah. I had I knew about Miranda Maverick a little bit before she had her debut, but when she got that TKO, I was just like, yo, she really is just as advertised. So I'm excited to see her try and keep getting some momentum.
0: Yep, she's going to be throwing those elbows. Who is it? Was it Liliana Jojua that she, she yes. cut up with? The... Oh, I man. <sighs> Jeez. <yeah. laughs> you know, she, yeah, I, I believe, I think what, she's like one or last five in a row, I believe, or maybe. It's a streak, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's on a it's good a streak, streak. <laughs> Some some good names, and I'm pretty sure that yeah, she beat Pro Gonzalez before she came into the UFC, and then obviously that emphatic like uh, stoppage of uh, Liliana Georguas. So I'm looking forward to her fighting as well. Cool. Well, holsters uh, now
2: housing our pistols, and uh, that wraps up shots fired. We will of course be back next week with more. Uh, things to bring to the table and uh, until then enjoy the fights up and the week from the ups <laughs> uh the heart to click them brooklyn street it's on uh suffer and pick the rinse